From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Hi, welcome to Wednesday, Hump Day, middle of the week. Good morning and welcome to Game Time, your first word in sports with Tom and Ward and Ryan. We're glad you're with us as we kick off a, uh, a brand new day and a busy day uh, around the radio station. Got a lot of things going on. Uh, good morning, Ward Whites. How are you? Outstanding. Ryan, how are you doing today? Doing well. How are you, Tom? I'm terrific. Did uh, Did anybody happen to hear a little thunder? Yes, Maybe I did. see a little lightning this morning? Yes, I did. Holy moly. I'm going to tell you, look, I, I sleep like a rock. I mean, it, you, there could be, you know, the, 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 one of the rockets could be going off out of McGregor, and I'm not going to know it. But this morning, did I know it? When that thunder rolled through here, uh, I sat straight up out of bed like, what in the world is going on? It was, uh, it was, it was some stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I, do, I don't think we got as much rain as we got thunder and lightning. I mean, it rained, but not, not like I, I thought we were in for a big-time storm. I don't, I don't think we got that. So I didn't. So anyway, it's raining right now. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's dark outside, so I can't <laughs> see <laughs> dark 30. <laughs> Welcome to it's light 30. And I can, I can, you know, I got the, the blinds open here, but I can't see anything outside, but you're telling me it's raining. Well, that's we need the rain. We always need the rain. It's good stuff. Uh, let's see, what do we got going on today? We're going to uh, visit with Josh Neighbors. He does the podcast Locked on Big 12, get his, uh, get his thoughts on what's going on in the Big 12. And as we look ahead to the, the bowl season, uh, Greg Tepper is going to join us today. Boy, it's uh, the start of a big-time run for Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and the rest of us. I mean, anybody who likes high school football, this is your week. It's a bittersweet week, I think, because you get all these great games and the championships and all that, and then you look up and you go, huh, it's over. Saturday night, done, finished. Wait till next August. So that's, that's kind of what, uh, what's going on. We'll talk to Greg about that. And uh, if everything goes according to our good friend Hoyle, we'll have Joe Trahan from WFAA-TV on, get us up to date on what's going on with the Cowboys and and uh, whatever else we can come up with to talk to uh, to Joe Trahan. So that'll be coming up around 8.30 this morning. Uh, let's see. What else is going on? Uh, what There's, what, 24 games? I mean, 12 games, so there's 24 teams still participating in high school football as of today. Nine of those teams will be done. No, I'm sorry. Six of those teams will be done at the end of the day. When 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 – when we wrap it up around 10 or 10.30 tonight, six teams will be done. Three of them will be champions. Pretty cool stuff. AT&T Stadium is the site for the uh, high school football championships. I've asked this before, and I'll ask again. 
Do you like the fact that it's in one location? Yes. Do you, Ryan? I agree. See, I don't. And, and, and here's why. I like the idea of being able to see multiple games. I do. I mean, that's the cool part of it. But honestly, would 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 a state championship game be played on a Wednesday at 11 a.m. In, under any other circumstance? Probably not. I don't know, but I don't care. See, I do. I, I, I think their opportunity to play, it's called Friday night lights, not Wednesday morning lights. I, I think those guys have every, should have every opportunity to play when they want to. Set the time where they, in, in, you know, in the location where they want to. The other thing, and, and we'll see it this week, and I don't know that it's going to be that big a factor because these teams travel so well, but look, you guys, it's a home game for all intents and purposes for South Oak Cliff. They're in, they're in the state championship game against P&G, Port Natchez Grove. What is that, Ward? You lived in the Metroplex 15 minutes max from, oh, yeah. from Sock to Tarlington? Yeah, not, not much. Yeah, so it's a home game. Is that an advantage? Well, I mean, even when it was in NRG Stadium, there was teams out of the Houston area. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a home game for them. Yeah, I get it. But it's only been there, what, once? Yeah, and it was terrible. That's what I heard. I wasn't there. I didn't go all the way down there oh, for that, and that was, was part bad. of the reason. It wasn't exactly centrally located, was it? And no. I know that sometimes the Metroplex is not considered centrally located. But, you know, once upon a time, we used to have a lot of state championship games here in Waco because of its location, right in the middle of the state. And multiple facilities that could that could host state championship games, Waco ISD Stadium being one of them. You know, uh, and not McLean, but um, Floyd, Floyd Casey being the other you know you you had facilities and and you had state championship games right here uh in in waco that's not the case and i get it i mean look tomorrow if if you know if nothing crashes around here and burns i'm going to try to sneak out tomorrow and go up and watch two or three games you can't do that unless they're all centrally located i get that part but it does, you know, I, I would like, and I don't think there's any way to do it. But, you know, I, I we, Ward and I have talked in, and worked the, the state baseball tournament before, mm-hmm. state softball tournament before. And some of those games have to be played at 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning. Who chooses to play at 8 or 9 o'clock in the, in the morning in the biggest game of their, their careers, high school careers? Nobody. Except for that's part of the equation when you have the games played at one site. So, I don't know. Just I kind of liked it the old way where you uh, where the two coaches decided where they were going to play. You know, for five weeks, that's what they did. For five weeks, they picked their officials. For five weeks, they picked their game site. For five weeks, they decided everything. Game, time, location, officials. And then you get to the big game and you decide nothing. you're told when to show up, where to show up, what time you can show up. And, you know, you're, I don't know. I I love it. I I think it's a, it's an opportunity. It's a reward to, to get to play it at, you know, Cowboy stadium. Um, it's, it's on everybody's Mm -hmm. when you walk in two days, it's on everybody's goal board, you know, 
one one thing is you know play well in in non-district in season one and season two win the district in season three you know go through the playoffs and then your final goal is get to AT&T no doubt I mean and I see all the positives I really do I mean and it's the biggest game of these young young men's careers and the weather's not going to be a factor uh, that's part of the deal. You know, the roof's closed. It's 72 degrees in there. There's no wind. So the kicking games are going to be affected. There's, it's, it's a perfect condition to play the game. And, and it is a reward to go into that building. It absolutely is. And it's the only chance they'll ever get to play on a, on a field like that. Yeah. And the only chance you're going to get for a lot of these kids to, to be on television. Mm-hmm. And so, And that's the other aspect of it. In order for... Fox now Bally's to televise the majority, if not all of the games, they have to be centrally located because of all the technical stuff that goes into it. But, and that's another positive for having it in one location, but it does take a lot of the decision-making out of the, uh, out of the coach's hand. And again, look guys, they have to turn around and do, do some strange stuff. So for example, and I'm sure Albany did the same thing. Mart had to play. They played on Thursday last week. Used Friday as a rest day for the players, a work day for the coaches to start getting things together. Then they practiced on Saturday. They practiced on Sunday by permission from the UIL. And then they practiced on Monday and they practiced a little bit yesterday and they'll play today. It, 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 it you know, you, Ward, you talk about it all the time. Coaches are creatures of habit. Players are creatures of habit. Well, that's not in your habit form there. You're you're changing everything up. But the flip side of that is the other team has to do it as well. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. All right, just a thought. Uh, Sean says on our CNC Collision Center text line, P&G will have more fans than SOC. And, and, and Sean, I totally agree with they you. They will. They will. I mean, they're going to come out of the – but P&G will be sleeping in a – in a in a hotel or a motel, you know, where South Oak Cliff is sleeping in their bed, going to jump on a bus and take a 10-minute bus ride over to Arlington. Is that an advantage? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd rather play close to home than have to travel. Have to probably for the first time this season, you know, put kids in hotels, take care of meals. There's a lot of, there's a lot of logistics that go into traveling. And... You know, if you're a high school team, you don't do it a whole lot, if any. You know, college team, a little different. They do it five or six times a year. Uh, But a a high school team, you don't do it. You know, every Friday you jump on a yellow dog or every Thursday you jump on a yellow dog and you go play. That's not the case here. I mean, so it's it's different. We'll see. Uh, But it should be a lot of fun. We we, We start tonight with our coverage at 630 from AT AT&T Stadium. We'll have the kickoff. At 7 o'clock, and it is Mart in Albany. Should be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Look forward to to uh, to the football game. Ward does not think it's going to be a competitive football game. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All of my research, Ward, says that this will be a closer football game than the others. Okay. <laughs> You're not buying, are you? Nope. Ward's not buying. Are you buying? You've seen some of the stuff I've showed you. Yeah, looking at some of the film, I think they match up well with Mart, but I mean, I, they're just not as fast as Mart. I don't no th- way, I don't, no, not even close. So. But you know, talking 
talking with the coaching staff and, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff this morning or yesterday, rather, you know, I said, Hey, you know, you're going to, you're going to try to get outside more. You're going to try to, you know, utilize it. Look, we're going to do what got us here. We're not changing anything up. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, they're big. They're strong. They're fast. March, big, strong, and faster. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, do they get to the edge? I don't know. We'll see. I will tell you this, and this is a fact. Now, I don't know how it unfolds tonight. This is by far the best passing team that they've seen in the playoffs. Maybe the best passing team they've seen this year. So, And, you know, we talked about Albany losing two in a row, including one to Holly, which is playing for a 2A Division One title tomorrow morning. That was also done with two or three injuries, key injuries. In fact, the quarterback was hurt when they lost those two back-to-back non-district games. So we'll see. Uh, And Albany did start the season as the preseason number one. And when they dropped those two games, and obviously Mart elevated to number one and has not given up that spot since. Mart's 15-0, Albany's 13-2. So we'll see how it goes. All right, Ward, we talked a little bit yesterday about what Mississippi State would do as they mourn the passing of uh, Mike Leach. And uh, they are going to play. Uh, the uh, the new athletic director it, it got with the football team and defensive coordinator Zach Arnett was named the interim head coach. And the Bulldogs said that they prepare, they are going to prepare to play for the in the Rely Quest Bowl versus Illinois on January the second. They said that's what coach would want, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to honor him, and we talked about that. There's a couple of ways to go about it, and one is to play the game and to honor Coach Leach, and that's what they intend to do. I would imagine it will be an incredibly emotional last couple of days of prep and start to that game. But once the game starts, they'll play football. But yeah, it's does it gonna be tough. It does it help that it's a month? Well, not quite a month, but you know, three weeks after. Because theirs is one of the last non-playoff games. To be played, they're playing. In fact, they're playing after some of the playoff games, so they're playing January second. I'm just wondering if that time helps them a little bit, as far as preparing and kind of reorganizing coaching assignments and things of that nature, because they have to do that now. So we'll see. All right, uh, 14 minutes after seven, it is seven fourteen. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. You can join us on our CNC Collision Center text line. Anything that, uh, that you don't want to talk about, maybe we forgot something. Maybe you want to add something to it. Maybe you disagree with what uh, we're talking about. We'd love to hear from you on our CNC Collision Center text line. There goes Dustin, by the way, from uh, next door, 1049. You know what they're doing? All Christmas music. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I like it. Uh, so, yeah, that's 104.9. Uh, so you can jump in on the CNC Collision Center text line with us. And if you missed anything from the program today or yesterday's John Morse or yesterday's Matt Mosley program, you can go to uh, SyntechSportsFan.com, SyntechSportsFan.com, and we got podcast up of those, uh, of those shows. And if you happen to be out of the listening range tonight, uh, you can also go to SyntechSportsFan.com to listen to the Mark broadcast tonight as well so there you go all right uh 15 after 7 7 15 
This is game time. We'll talk some college football. We'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on game time, we welcome in Texas A&M University Commerce Coach Clint Dozell. That two older brothers that uh, one played baseball at Mary Hart and Baylor. Another brother I jumped at Baylor. So just kind of want to do something different, get away from home. So uh, that's what you've been trained to do for years is, uh, is get out there and get your mind in the game and make new friends. And uh, that's what I'm doing here is another uh, opportunity and a great one at that. My old college, you know, when I was here, it was when seven years ago. Uh, a lot of tap since then. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more savings in more video. Calling, sharing every memory. So happy together. Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. The Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, December 17th and Sunday, December 18th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the show is extensive and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. More than just ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. Saturday, December 17th from 9 to 5 and Sunday, December 18th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo. Expo Center. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Merry Christmas from Game Time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. The Big Finish sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Save big this holiday season on Jeep models like the new 2023 two- or three-row Grand Cherokee Limited with total values up to $4,000 plus $500 bonus cash to first responders and no payments for 90 days. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Hurry in, find the Jeep that fits you your family and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Alan Samuels in Waco. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. 
And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. The Mart Panther Club proudly supports all Mart High School students in all sports by raising money to ensure that student-athletes have the equipment and tools needed to compete at the highest level. Ask how you can get involved with the Mart Panther Club. The Mart Panther Club wishes the best of luck to the eight-time state champion Mart Panther football team in their quest for another state title. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All right, 721, 21 after 7. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. We, uh, we'll get to some uh, college football news and notes in just a minute. I, I did want to touch base on a, on a couple of things. Uh, we'll have to bring Ryan in for this. Uh Ward, are you surprised that we don't have the same kind of energy for the uh, for the World Cup now that the U.S. team was eliminated? No. <laughs> Does anybody care? No. Who who won yesterday? Argentina. Oh, they won big too, didn't they? Yeah, three nothing. So three nothing is like thirty five to nothing in football. Isn't Pre- it? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's dominant. And then today is who? Uh, France and Morocco. And France has got to be the favorite in this thing, don't they? Yeah, they're 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 the last World Cup champions. They're probably going to be heavy favorites. But Morocco's gone through a gauntlet so far. They've gone through uh, Belgium and Portugal, and you know they play they beat some really good teams to make it to this point. How? No, let me not. How? Why do you know that? I mean, you just rattled that off the top of your head. Do you more, know that? I don't like. I don't like. The I way don't. I wouldn't. No. You, we could sit here for six hours. And I couldn't tell you who they played. <laughs> Nor do I care. I didn't like the way Ward was looking at me. <laughs> He's looking at you like, why do you know that? <gasps> you, you, I mean, you rattle that in for – is this something you'll watch? Uh, there's uh, a lot of to, people watching. They're uh, not having those watch parties and all that stuff. Not though. like they were for the U.S. No, no, that was more about the red, white, and blue. Exactly. Not, I mean, it could have been I mean, it could have been tiddlywinks. There's soccer fans out there that are entailed in it. We're just – we're two of people that are not in that realm. And to answer your question, no, I won't be watching it today because the state championships start today. Well, so football takes priority to football. Absolutely. Okay. Do you call it football or soccer? Soccer. It's soccer. Football. Football is played with an oblong ball, <laughs> not a round ball. I mean, that's if you want to define football, that's that's where you start right there. But I was just curious. I mean, I don't, I don't see the jazz. I mean, you know, it, look, Fox had a promo every 35 seconds when the U.S. was still in it. 
And now it's, oh, by the way, when we get around to it, we're going to televise these games. <laughs> so it's, it's, there's just not a lot of energy uh, for, for, these, for these matches. But the championship is when? Saturday? Uh, Sunday. Sunday. Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. So should we watch that or should we watch the Cowboys in Jacksonville? Uh, Cowboys, I mean, Cowboys in Jacksonville, that's what I'm going to be watching. But, <laughs> like, again, I, I, was, I love soccer, but it's not. It was a sarcastic question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. It's, uh, 23 after 7. Okay, Ward, yesterday we kind of got into this North Texas job and, and what's going on with with the Mean Green and, and, and where they're headed. And you had a couple ideas, and I, I read a report that had about three or four names on it. And we we felt like that they were going to move quickly because they wanted to have like a pep rally for the new coach prior to the first goal bowl, which is Saturday. So they had to move quickly. Well, they did. They hired somebody yesterday, but nobody on the list. <laughs> so nobody. So this these these so called experts that said here's the finalists, here's who's who's in the. Only question I got is, did maybe some of these guys turn this job down and they had to go a different direction, or was this the direction they wanted to go all along? I mean, well, I, I don't know. I mean, it, from what I have looked at and, and seen, this this guy was a target for him, and mm-hmm. everybody's excited to get him. Former head coach at, at Incarnate Word had yeah. been the offensive coordinator in the Pac-12, Eric Morse. Uh, Morse had been the, the uh, OC at Washington State after spending time at Incarnate Word uh, back in 2021, where the team went 10-3, and won, the F, won an FCS playoff game for the first time in program history. And then he moves on to uh, OC at Washington State. Now he's the head coach at North Texas, where they are moving into the American Southwest, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Not American Southwest. I'm sorry. Uh, American Athletics. American Athletics. Yeah. American Athletics. So they're making that transition. There's going to be high expectations. Got a new AD, new head football coach. So they got some stuff going on at North Texas. Is that a program that can achieve? winning at a high level on a consistent basis. You talked about it yesterday, battling TCU, battling SMU for those Metroplex kids. Can you get that program and sustain winning in Denton? It's tough. It, it has really been. Is. It's really tough. I mean, because of location. You stop and think about some of the names that have been the, been the coach there. Corky Nelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aiden Fry. Fry. I mean, they've had some names that have come through there. The question is, can you win on a consistent basis at a high level as they make the transition? I I don't know. I mean. Stay tuned, right? It's one of those yeah, stay tuned I, deals. I'm not going to say you can't. I'm, it hasn't been done yet. I will say that. Not on a consistent basis. They've been up and down. They've had some really good years. They've had some really bad years. So, and oh, by the way, Eric Morris from the Mike Leach coaching tree. Well, he played for Mike Leach. So he played at Texas Tech. He was the elf. He is the second consecutive product of the Mike Leach tree to lead North Texas from Littlefield, Texas. That boy, that is mm-hmm. that's up there, isn't it? Yeah. That yeah, is up there. way up in the pan. That's above Lubbock. Oh, yeah, by far. Yeah. So, 
he's he's a he's a long way from home, but he gets the he gets the gig, and apparently was a finalist for the Texas State job when GJ Kenny got the gig at Texas State, so he gets this opportunity, and so now he'll be introduced, uh, I guess, Friday or Saturday at a rally for North Texas. And, and look, it's not like this program was broke; they're in a bowl game for Pete's sake. Mm-hmm. So. They just felt apparently that they needed, as they made the transition up, that they needed to elevate the program by going a different direction. And so that's, I guess that's what they did. I mean, the previous head coach was about 500 and he was 500 this year. I mean, that's, that's kind of been the MO for North Texas over the last several seasons. It's 500. I think they're looking for a little bit more than 500 as uh, as they move, you know, into the American Athletic Conference. Again, they got a new AD in, in Jared Mosley, and they got a uh, now they got a new head football coach, and they're ready to go. The question is: Is there going to be energy there? Is there going to be excitement there? Oh, he'll bring that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Again, it's 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 predicated on can he get the recruits that are necessary to get? Yeah. And, and I don't know. And you, you, you brought up the point yesterday that look, they're ba- they're they're behind the eight ball with with TCU and SMU. And the other thing that we didn't talk about, and 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 it's just a fact, whether you like it or don't like it, they're in the Metroplex. And the Metroplex is a professional sports community. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's Cowboys. It's the future American League West champion Rangers. Oh, Lord. It's the Mavericks. It's the Stars. You know? It's, it's look, it's it, it, the, the newspapers and the televisions, they spend most of their time, and rightfully so, covering the professional sports scene. So, we'll see. I, I, I'm with you, Ward. I think it's a tough gig, but uh, it looks like North Texas is trying to make the commitment and we'll see how it goes as they hire a, a new head football coach. It's uh, 729. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to talk some more college football. We'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes. Josh Neighbors will be here. Josh is the um, does the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. And uh, we'll get into that with him here in, uh, in just a couple of minutes. We are brought to you in part by Advanced Foundation Repair. You know those folks. That's fixitjimmy.com. At the end of the day, if you don't hear anything else, hear fixitjimmy.com. Look, when it comes to your home's foundation, accept no substitutes. Advanced housing, house leveling, and foundation repair has been lifting homes for over 120 years. Trust your foundation to the most experienced company in Texas. Advanced foundation repair takes the time to accurately ex- uh, assess your, your home so that they can show you where your home is within building tolerances or where you may need some work. And uh, after after their assessment of your foundation, their technician will sit down with you, explain the process, and, uh, and what type of repairs that will be the best match for your home's needs. And uh, they'll discuss all of those things with you without any pressure, and then it's up to you. Again, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. They've been serving Central Texas for over 120 years. Again, if you need more information, you want to talk to them, you want you want to make con- you just want to say hi. You can do it. It's Fixit 
fixitjimmy.com. That's fixitjimmy.com. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A season-ending injury to Terrence Steele is a blow to the offense, but a 40-year-old nine-time Pro Bowler is ready to step in. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. For the Cowboys, depth along the offensive line is a necessity because right tackle Terrence Steele suffered a season-ending knee injury. Josh Ball stepped into his spot Sunday until the final drive when 40-year-old Jason Peters, a nine-time Pro Bowler with the Eagles, rode to the rescue during the two-minute drill. Offensive coordinator Kellen Moore says Peters and Ball will both be ready for these final four games. Jason will battle and do everything he possibly can, and that's the special thing about him. He's obviously done a tremendous job for us through this thing, and and we just want to make sure those other guys are available because it's a marathon of an NFL season. A lot of guys are going to be called upon to play different roles. Today at the Star, game plan installation for Sunday's road game at the Jaguars, who are coming off a big win over the Titans. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Mark Panthers go after their ninth state football championship tonight in Arlington against Albany. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas beginning with the pregame show at 6.30. The state's two six-man state championships will be decided today. Abbott takes on Westbrook for the Division I title at 3 o'clock, while Benjamin and Lorraine battle for the Division II title at 11 this morning. An MRI revealed that Kyler Murray has a torn ACL and will miss the rest of the season. The Cardinals' backup quarterback Colt McCoy also underwent testing for a head injury and was cleared to play next Sunday. 
In the NBA, Houston beat Phoenix 111-97. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 735, if you're uh, out and about, drive safely this morning. Cloudy skies. A little cooler than it has been over the last several days. What What is it right now? About 55, something like that? Something like that. Yeah. I mean, this time yesterday, what was it? 72? I toasty. Anyway, let's talk some. Uh, let's talk some Big Twelve and college football. Let's uh, let's do it with Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked On Big Twelve. Josh, first of all, good morning. Thanks for your time. And, and let's begin with your favorite Mike Leach story. Do you have one for us? So I'll I'll play play the hits here. That Baylor that Baylor rant that he went on. Um, everybody's talking about like a lot of the non football stuff, and I think it's obviously some of the best. But the rant post Baylor game in 09 after they won the game just I mean letting his team absolutely have it and and letting them know like we went 11 and 2 last year you guys a lot of you guys didn't go 11 and 2 Graham Harrell and Crabtree they went 11 and 2 that is it's honestly some of the better coaching that I think we get to see from him because he was so um he, he really just you could tell he really disliked talking football a lot of the time and so I think that locker room video, it's about six minutes of him just absolutely letting his team have it is probably my favorite like football type deal that you're going to see from him. Um, non-football, I, I think him going to the Big 12 mascots and doing the, you know, if there was a battle royale, you know, who would win type situation. Uh, I think that that's kind of the classic one where you just like, this guy's almost seemed to have thought about this before what would happen. And yesterday, uh, while working uh, Big 12 today on Sirius XM, uh, we had Hal Mummy on, father of the air, godfather of the air raid. He told us that he and Mike Leach one time had a 15-hour phone conversation. And he said they talked about everything once, they talked about it twice, they talked about everything three times. But 15 hours while Hal Mummy was on a bus uh, going somewhere as a coach, he talked to Mike Leach. So, there's probably my favorite three for you right there. That's funny. He, um, uh, Coach Stoops talks about how when Coach Leach would call, he would always call late at night, 12, 1230, and then right. it would be a very long, long conversation. So that's interesting that uh, Coach Mummy, uh, who coached in this area, by the way, uh, in high school, uh, had a 15-hour. in this area in college. Yeah. He's coached everywhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that guy's got uh, – he's he's got a resume of, of a long list. Uh, let, let's uh, let, let's talk about the other story that uh, that's going on, then we'll dive back to football. And I realize it's 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 way early to, to kind of figure this thing out, but just on the floor, how do you see the, uh, the Coach Beard situation affecting the Longhorn basketball team? Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to figure this thing out and figure it out, you know, fast. I, I, I'm not sure about you guys. I felt really bad for for Texas the other night and the situation of those players. I mean, Rodney Terry did the best he could, the players the best he could, because they had to go out there and play that game against Rice. I mean, you have to imagine that those guys were thinking about everything except basketball mm-hmm. at that point in time. They go out and they get an overtime win over a team that they're much better than. But, I, I mean, that's a, that's a difficult spot, you know, and I'm, I'm – I saw a spread in that game. They were 24 and a half point favorites. And I was thinking, man, like you, <laughs> these guys, 
you know, they, they can't be thinking about basketball at all with this game. And so credit to them and, and you know, credit to the crowd because uh, obviously everything going on is difficult, but those kids and, and those coaches deserve support because obviously this has nothing to do with them or, you know, we hope so. It doesn't sound like it does nothing to do with them. Um, the next thing when it comes to on the court stuff is guys, I, I mean, if he ever coaches at Texas again, I, I'm not sure how it's going to be this season because you think about all of the processes that have to take place, right? There's obviously going to be a investigation that, you know, that comes, um, you know, from uh, the legal side of things, from the police, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, kind of depending on what happens, there's going to be a school investigation as well. And a lot of parties need to be talked to. And I have a tough time thinking that if any of the stuff that we hear is true, you know, depending on where we go with charges and whatnot, I have a tough time seeing Texas wanting to be involved. So then there is the legal aspect of it of, you know, sometimes how do we get rid of the coach? Uh, you know, and it depends on the contract languages, so we don't really know. So this is going to be a long and drawn out process. And look, guys, I think it's I think it's pretty safe to say that Rodney Terry is going to be the head coach of the Texas Longhorns here for at least the next month, probably two months. And I would venture to say the rest of the 2022-2023 basketball season. I think it's a pretty safe assumption to say Rodney Terry is going to be at the helm. So things change and. Things change for a team, guys. I know we mentioned the Rice game, but this is a team that has legitimate Final Four potential. Like, if you watch Texas play, that is a team that, no doubt about it, in my mind, talent-wise, has the talent, has the experience, has the personnel to go and play and maybe even win a Final Four. I think that's been pretty clear through their non-conference schedule so far this season. So I'm pretty high on that team, and – um, they're going to have to make a, a lot of adjustments, obviously not having kind of their program leader on the sideline. As the transfer portal opened up yesterday or day before yesterday, who in the big 12 is the biggest shopper in that transfer portal? Uh, Oklahoma's defense might have to do some shopping after the year we saw from those guys, but we know that Brent Venables, you know, comes from Clemson. It's not really a huge portal place. Um, I know West Virginia likes their class, but that is a team that for Neil Brown, you better pull out all the stops. Like Neil Brown's going to have to decide, do you want to just kind of hang around here and, and try to run this thing back or, are you going to go big time overhaul? Because look like, you know, you only, there's only so many power five jobs. I, I think Neil Brown can get another one eventually, but he has been gifted an extra year as the coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers, in my opinion. And so what are you going to do with that? I think there is a ton of gaps for them to fill on both the offensive and defensive sides of the football I think at running back, they're pretty set, but at wide receiver, they need help. Are they cool with Garrett Green and Nico Marquial going into next year as your quarterback? They should go at that position as well. I think they could use some help at linebacker. I think they could use some help at corner. They could build that defensive lineup. So, I mean, they have a lot that they need to take, and maybe some spots in the offensive line too. There is a whole lot that this West Virginia team needs to build on. And so I think – if we're going like totality of what teams kind of needs the most in the portal, I think it's them. And then also I'd say Oklahoma state needs a, they need a lot too. 
So I would say those those are teams that need a lot. West Virginia really though they they have a whole lot they can they can improve on. Does does Baylor need a backup quarterback or is the the freshman coming in is will will that work for what they're trying to get done behind Shapen? I think I think what we saw last year is that you need to have a backup plan ready to go. And look, they had one like Kyron drones. Obviously it appears that he is going to go be a starter at Virginia tech. Right. That, that looks like it's, I mean, drones now he's going to attack it. And after the year Grant Wells had, uh, it didn't go very well, but like even a Grant Wells caliber, I think that's a good example. We'll see if Grant Wells stays, but like a, a the guy who's that kind of caliber, if you can stock guys like that, you're going to be in good shape. And look, Baylor is not, uh, Alabama, right? They're not going to have guys like Jalen Milrow. They're not going to have, you know, Texas having Hudson Card and Quinn Ewers, uh, you know, and and um, uh, Malik Murphy all in in the tank for you. But we saw with the way things happen this year in this league, guys. Think about the teams that had to go to their backup quarterbacks. Think about the teams that had the depth. Well, Kansas State had to go to their backup quarterback. Turns out he's probably better than starter. Uh, you know, and also think about teams like Texas Tech. Ward, I'm sure you're familiar. They had three guys who were all kind of, you know, back and forth, but they were all pretty good players, right? Donovan Smith did different things, and Baron Morton did different things, and Tyler Shuck. But, I mean, all of those guys were definitely competent at that spot. Max Duggan obviously being the backup at TCU, but that guy had so much starting experience. Someone's really, you know, not like he's a backup, but he was a backup, right? And then where did it go wrong? Well, Oklahoma State, Gunnar Gundy and uh, Garrett Rangel, not good enough as backups. Then you go to Oklahoma. Good Lord, boys, where was their plan B? I mean, Braden Willis in, in the Red River, that was a horrible idea. And it seems like, you know, Nick Evers wasn't ready. And now they'll bring in Jackson Arnold. So we'll see. That's the backup plan. But I hesitate. I hesitate when you make freshman quarterbacks the backup. And I think desperately Baylor fans want somebody to come in and push play shape in a bit. But here's what I'll say is that I think one thing we've learned too, Will Howard's a good example of this, Max Duggan to some extent too, just because you didn't play well in previous years, these guys are still young. They can still get better. They can still improve. And so I think it's not crazy to think that Blake Shapen comes back after a full off season, second full off season as a starter, and is a different guy and, and is a better player. And the skill group grows with him. So I think Shapen should still be your number one, but might not be a bad idea if you can find somebody to come in and press them a little bit. You get one game to go see in person in this bowl matchup for the Big 12. What game is that? Ooh, which game? Would and I it can't be the playoff. It cannot be the playoff. Oh, so, so, oh yeah, it can. Pull, <laughs> let me pull. So I'll, I'll take New Year's Six. I'll take K-State Alabama out of this because I think I mean Kansas State is licking their chops when it comes to that game. So I'll, I'll throw that one out. Um, I, I guess may, here's the problem guys. I don't know which teams on the other side of things are going to show up. Right. Like that's a huge question. I'm assuming Ole Miss wants to show up. So I'll go with Ole Miss and Texas tech. I think both of those teams are pretty motivated to do well in the bowl game. Obviously Ole Miss, not the ending to the year they wanted. So maybe trying to get some positive momentum. And I don't think they have a ton of guys moving on, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so I go Texas Tech Ole Miss first because also Texas Tech trying to build some serious momentum with finishing off this season. 
Let's also go with the number two option of Kansas and our Kansas, Kansas and Arkansas. Obviously, KU is going to be super motivated playing in a bowl like the Liberty Bowl, playing in Memphis, playing Arkansas, right? Obviously, there's a you know regional team, right? Former rival, I guess you could say. So I'll go Tech number one, KU Arkansas number two. Um, and I think those games have a chance to be pretty fun. That, that's a great point. So will this end up being a Kansas home game in Memphis? I mean, are are the Arkansas fans who had a higher expectations for this team, are, are they going to be disappointed and stay home? Yeah, but so here's the so here's the interesting part about this. They might, but we all heard the story about Missouri, my Missouri Tigers, sadly, my alma mater, not wanting to play KU. And I think, and I hated that. There is a certain recruiting element to it, though. Like, do you want to go play Kansas in the Liberty Bowl? While your roster and for Missouri and Arkansas, I think it's much more true. You're trying to figure out transfer portal. You're trying to figure out your roster for next year. You're trying to figure out which guys you're holding on to. Do you want to risk losing to a super motivated team when you're six and six and your team is in this spot and you're playing Kansas, who clearly wants to be there, has maybe a talent deficiency, but also is really well coached and has the impetus to beat you? It's, it's bad if it's in your region for the recruiting aspect, right? Like Kansas and Arkansas, generally speaking, for players in this region, they could be fighting for some of the same guys, especially if KU keeps getting better. Same thing for Kansas and Missouri. Same thing for Missouri and Arkansas. I think that's why that rivalry, you know, the battle line rivalry, it's a fake rivalry, but to me it's important because I want Missouri to out-recruit Arkansas. So Arkansas better come ready to play because we've seen it this year. KU will tear you up if you're not ready to play, especially – on the defensive side of things. And look, I mean, I know it's not going to swing, you know, might not swing a ton of recruiting battles, but if you're picking between Arkansas and Kansas and you see one team do bad, you know, team one team play well in the Liberty Bowl and you have to see all the fans show up in the Liberty Bowl and you don't see Arkansas fans show up in Liberty Bowl, if you're a recruit, how does that not change some of the calculus for you? How does it not weigh in on some of that? If you see a well-coached team and one team that doesn't look well-coached and an awesome fan base and one fan base that didn't show up, I think Arkansas fans will show up, but Kansas fans, it, it's going to be a sea of blue in Memphis, that's for sure. Is the Big 12 going to suffer in the bowl games because of holdouts and not playing in the bowl games? Are there already some names being dropped that are going to pass on their bowl opportunity? I think everybody is going to suffer a little bit um, from that. I think it's pretty fair to say. I think you might see a team like Texas suffer, um, you know, a, a good bit. And also, I mean, they're, they're playing a team in Washington that really wants to be there. Uh, obviously, you've got teams going to run it back next year with a lot of the same guys. Oklahoma has got some things to figure out, and they're playing against FSU, who clearly is going for a 10-win season and some momentum. Uh, I think it's going to hurt teams like that. Obviously, Oklahoma State, we know they are hurting with their transfer portal situation uh, with a lot of those guys, so they're in some trouble. I think it's dependent on the team, though. I, I think Texas might be the most liable to be hit. We'll see. Uh, I think Oklahoma most liable to be hit. I guess we'll see. I'd say Oklahoma State, we know they're going to get <laughs> – that's a tough one. Uh, that's a very tough one. Uh, I, I kind of love Wisconsin minus three because – that quarterback situation. Now, I know they're going to be playing a backup, but do we trust a Rangel or a Gundy in a bowl game? Well, I guess I guess we'll see. So, yeah, I think it's more of a transfer situation that's going to hurt a lot of these teams. Josh, what are you uh, what are you working on for the podcast? 
Well, exciting stuff, guys. Today, we're finally diving in on basketball. Like, the football calendar has decided it's not going to stop. Um, so it's December 14th. We're finally getting into college hoops today. Kind of a rundown of the league where everybody stands right now. It's my guy, Robbie Triano, who hosts the Midwest My, uh, Madness podcast, getting caught up on all things Big 12 uh, hoops this week. So that, that's what we're going with today. And uh, where can they find that podcast? Yeah, you can find it on YouTube, Locked On Big 12. Please subscribe. We're on the way to 3,000 subscribers. That'd be great if you guys could help us get there. You can find me on Twitter at Josh Neighbors underscore. Find the show at LO Big 12. And you can also find Locked On Big 12 wherever you get your podcast. Hey, Josh, thanks. We appreciate your time as always. Happy holidays. Yep. Talk to, uh, talk to you guys soon. All right. That is Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked On Big 12. Speaking of uh, of the uh, bowl games, don't forget we will be broadcasting live from Fort Worth beginning on, uh, I guess, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, all day Wednesday, Thursday, leading into the game Thursday afternoon. We'll have our regular game day live program uh, from uh, Eamon Carter Stadium on Thursday. So, uh, look, we're going to be there, and we're going to be uh, we're going to be head first into everything that uh, that is Armed Forces Bowl and uh, and Baylor and Air Force and. Should be a lot of fun. We'll uh, we'll start that coverage beginning on Tuesday afternoon with the Matt Mosley program. Seven fifty two. This is uh, this is game day, a uh, game time here on ESPN. It, it's too many games. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend in the car business. It's the Class 2A Division II State Championship game, and it's this Wednesday night as the Mart Panthers take on the Albany Lions. Our coverage from AT&T Stadium begins at 6.30 with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. Join us as the Mart Panthers look for their ninth state championship game in school history. Mart, Albany, this Wednesday night at 6.30 on your sports leader, ESPN Central Texas. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Luis Fonzi? Imagine even more savings in more video. Calling, sharing every memory. So happy together. Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. The First National Bank of Central Texas is thrilled to back the Mart Panther football team as they make a run at another state championship. Just like the Panthers, we strive to be the best we can be every day, and we're proud of our roots. We've been a part of the Mart community since 1901. We are a locally owned bank that believes in getting to know and taking care of our customers. We invite you to come by and see us in Mart or any of our five locations. Or find out more at fmbct.com. That's the First National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Greetings from the Heart of Texas Fellowship of Christian Athletes of Central Texas. FCA is proud of all coaches and athletes from the 200-plus schools we serve who have stepped on the field this season. Each June, FCA produces the All-Star Games of Central Texas called the Victory Bowl for seniors in football, volleyball, cheerleading, basketball, baseball, and softball to play one final game and serve our community. If you would like to support FCA as it reaches coaches, athletes, and all whom they influence, you can go to theheartoftexasfca.org to make your donation. Best wishes in the playoff games this weekend from your FCA staff and board. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Mark Panthers go after their ninth state football championship tonight in Arlington against Albany. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas beginning with the pregame show at 6.30. The state's two six-man state championships will be decided today. Abbott takes on Westbrook for the Division I title at 3 o'clock, while Benjamin and Lorraine battle for the Division II title at 11 this morning. An MRI revealed that Kyler Murray has a torn ACL and will miss the rest of the season. The Cardinals' backup quarterback, Colt McCoy, also underwent testing for a head injury and was cleared to play next Sunday. In the NBA, Houston beat Phoenix 111-97. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 757, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Glad to have you with us for your first word in sports from the Allen Samuels Studios. Uh, John Morris is coming up with the Baylor Sports Beat program in just a couple of minutes, but right now, this is our final go, isn't it, guys? Our final high school pickums for 2022. Well, it better be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that, that's what we were talking about earlier. I mean, it, it's it's a fun week. It's a great week, but it's also, eh, we, we don't get to do this again till August. You used the term bittersweet earlier. That was perfect. Yeah. Explain it. All right, so let's, let's go through them. All right, so we're going to do all 12 state championship games this week. We'll start with this morning's game, Wednesday at 11, Lorraine at Benjamin, Tom. Uh, you know what? I'm going a different direction probably. I'm going Lorraine. Uh, Aaron and I are going to go with the Benjamin Mustangs, Ward. Me too. Westbrook at Abbott, 2 o'clock today. Uh, I have Abbott, and so does Aaron. And so do I, even so though they I. are a five-point dog in this game, I think. And then tonight's game, Martin at Albany, Ward. Really? <laughs> Had that. Come on, Ward. Quit doing that. I'm going Mart as well. <laughs> we got Mart across the board. <laughs> He's looking at me like you're a moron. <laughs> you moron. <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, to, to kick off Thursday, Refurio at Holly. This is going to be a great game, Tom. Oh, I went back and forth on this one. Uh, I'm going Holly. 
Uh, Aaron and I agree, Holly. Nope. Refugio. I like it. You're going Refugio, are you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thursday afternoon, Poth taking on Gunner. I have Gunner, and so does Aaron. So do I. Gunner. Then Franklin at Brock on Thursday night. Tom? Really? Yeah, Franklin, Franklin. train. Franklin across the board. Wimberley at Carthage. Aaron and I have Carthage award. Carthage. I'm going Carthage as well. And Bernie at China Spring. Tom? China. China Spring. China Spring across the board. Port Neches Groves taking on South Oak Cliff. Ooh. This has a chance to break the attendance record on Friday night. Also has a chance to be a good football game. Yeah. Who do you have in this one, Ward? Golden Bears, South Oak Cliff. I agree. I'm going Sock as well. And then Aaron is the outlier here. He's going to go with Port Neches Groves. College, College Station at Alito. This is a rematch of the 2017 title game. Bearcats. Al- Alito. Yeah, Aaron and I agree. College Station. How about that? Then our 6A games, Saturday afternoon. Austin Vandergriff taking on DeSoto. I'm going to take DeSoto, and so does Aaron. Me too. Me too. And then to end the 2022 Texas high school football season, we have North Shore and Duncanville Part 4 award. Duncanville. Aaron and I are taking North Shore. Duncanville. I like it. We're split there. And that District is, of Doom gets two. That would be awesome. Okay, but that is the last 2022 pickums, gentlemen. There you go. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll keep that out. Uh, it is uh, 7.59. We're a minute away from 8. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, and... Time for John Morris in today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with athletic director Mac Rhodes talking Baylor men's and women's basketball, plus bowl preparation for the football Bears. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. The Big Finish sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco, and we're celebrating this holiday season with an incredible lineup of all-new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Hurry in. Find the Jeep that fits your family. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Wrap up some of the best deals of the year and drive home today at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Baylor's Athletic Director, Mac Rhodes, beginning with Baylor women's basketball back in action, a matinee affair in the Farrell Center tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, 11 a.m. in the uh, in the Farrell Center, uh, referred to uh, as the uh, scream game versus uh, versus yes, lovingly <laughs> versus uh, Tennessee State. So five thousand kids from uh, twenty four local schools uh, will be in attendance. And you know what? It is really cool to see they they you know sit with their schools you know in the different sections and um, man they're loud. They are <laughs> they are loud and and uh, and they have a lot of fun and and you just see 
a lot of you know young people with smiles on their faces. So it's uh, it's a pretty cool thing. Future Bears. We're getting future, future Bears in the Farrell Center. Absolutely. Future Bears. So. Then Sunday will be fun. It's uh, Baylor men and women in action in Dallas. Yeah, it's that, you know, Pac-12 coast-to-coast challenge. And, you know, women play uh, number 20 Arizona at 6.30 p.m. And then the men will follow up uh, against uh, Washington State. And so uh, hopefully that one tips off at about 9. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> and uh, But, uh, yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be a uh, a great day of basketball, American Airlines Arena. For those of us that uh, live in Waco, just right up the road. Nice. Like our football game, which is December 22nd, the Armed Forces Bowl, and Baylor football's back at work now. They are back at work. And, uh, again, getting ready for a, uh, a really good uh, Air Force team that's that's 9-3. and three. And, you know, Coach Calhoun does a does a great job every single year with, uh, with that program. You know, Coach Aranda. I'm just going to say, you know, figuring out the defense and uh, having to do that against uh, against the option. Yeah. So welcome back, Coach Aranda. Nice. I like it. And it's a go gold game. We're encouraging our fans to go gold for the bowl game. Yes, go gold. And, uh, again, I think we've talked about it, but the uh, 20th an- anniversary of the Armed Forces Bowl. And so, again, just an honor, really, truly, to to, uh, to be a participant in uh, in this game and and uh, what, it, what it means to uh, – for our armed services and uh, and to play, you know, again, a, a great opponent in, in Air Force. Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. All right, just after 8 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't forget, Mart and Albany tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kick. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. We're joined now by the uh, managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, Greg Tepper. Greg, good morning. Bittersweet. We had a great week of football, but Saturday night, it's done till August. Yeah, but I'll be honest. Uh, when I get off the air on high school school, we're live on Valley sports Southwest uh, and I'm leaving AT&T stadium. Like I'll be, I'll be tired. I'll be, I'll be pretty tired. I'll be honest. Like, like that is this, this week, this week is proof that you can get sick of anywhere because AT&T stadium in Arlington is uh, incredible. It is a spaceship that landed on earth and it is the most remarkable thing. I think perhaps ever constructed by human hands and and like Saturday at like twelve o'clock, I'm gonna be like, God, I just want to go home. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like just you know, it's, it's one of those things. So you know, you, you get to you get to feast on 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 all your favorite things, but uh, but even your favorite things, you're like, okay, maybe I'll just have like a sandwich. Greg Duncanville and Desoto coming out of the same district. The District of Doom has a chance to win two state championships in the same district. Has that has that happened before? Boy, it's a great question. I would need to go back and look. Um, it, 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 it certainly, it obviously would have to happen in the split division era. Um, and it would have to be before, you know, but, but also in the era where they're not pre-split. So um, I would need to go back and look this up. That's an excellent question. I want to say no, it's never happened, but I honestly can't say. But I think that that strength, speaks to the strength of District 11 and 6A. You know, Duncanville being in the state championship game, I don't think is necessarily 
a surprise, but DeSoto being here is a bit of is a bit of a surprise. I think what they did last week against Denton Geyer was wildly impressive. I mean, uh, to to shut down what was one of the the hottest offenses in the state uh, and, and really hold them down. That game was you know forty eight minute game. They were the dominant force in it for about forty. Uh, and but what is most impressive to me is what happened in the fourth in the late third and early fourth quarter. There, uh, uh, DeSoto is up 27 to six or 26 to 26, seven, rather Geyer closes it within 26, 21. And there's a lot of DeSoto teams of the past where that would be it. Like they would crumble at that point. And instead they stood on the gas pedal and they, they said this year is different. And, and I thought that was really impressive. So for them uh, to have an opportunity to bring home a state championship alongside their district 11, six, eight bunk mate, Duncanville is pretty remarkable. Uh, Greg, uh, taking you to uh, the game that kicks off the state championship games this week, Benjamin mm-hmm. and Lorraine. Um, Grayson Rigdon, one of the players at Benjamin, he won the state championship game last year with Strawn. And he has a chance to go back-to-back with a different school. Has there ever been a player that's won a state championship with one school and then went back with another school the next year and won it again? I don't think it's happened back-to-back years. I know there are, there are players who have transferred schools and won state championships at um, the different school. I would say that there's maybe never been a more high-profile example of this than Grayson Rigdon, who uh, last year as a freshman at Strawn was pretty clearly the best player in six-man football, and this year is, in my opinion, pretty clearly the best player in six-man football at Benjamin. Uh, this game today, 11 o'clock, I, I got to get dressed after I'm done talking with you guys and head on over to AT&T Stadium for it. Um, it is really interesting because it's a rematch. This is a game that we saw in week six. It's a non-district contest between Benjamin and Lorraine. It's Lorraine's only loss of the year. Uh, they lost 61-30, to 30, but that's also the only game that Benjamin did not win by the 45-point mercy rule. They've, they've mercy ruled everyone else. They 45 everyone else, as they're kind of saying in the six-man community. So I'm very interested to see how much that gap has narrowed and do they have an? Does Lorraine have newfound answers for Grayson Rigdon, who is who is the dominant force in this game? As we speak, twenty-four teams still playing high school football. Of those twenty-four, is there one where you're like, mm, didn't see that? I think there's a couple. Um, one of them, I think, would be the team we're going to see Friday night, Port Nature's Groves. Uh, down in, in the Southeast Texas, uh, this is a team that started the year ranked 17th in our rankings um, and, and, look, and even took two losses early on. And, and, and furthermore, one of the things they had to do was they were going to have to go through a team that had already beaten them in Fort Bend Marshall. Fort Bend Marshall, they're, they're in the same district as Fort Bend Marshall, and Marshall beat them by three touchdowns in district play. And then in the regional semifinals, they go back and return the favor and beat them rather, relatively soundly. And then last week, um, a virtuoso defensive performance against Liberty Hill to hold down uh, that Liberty Hill attack, uh, that, that slot T attack. Uh, the coach there is Jeff Joseph. He's the uh, first-year coach there. He is the son of Katie coach Gary Joseph, and the defensive bloodlines run very deep there. Uh, and their defense was absolutely fantastic. I would say of the 24 teams, that is probably the most surprising. The second might be a team like Austin Vandegrift, who uh, who, who surged into the Division II state championship by beating Gary Joseph's Katie Tigers last week. So those would probably be everyone else kind of looking up and down. Um, I think you could you could at the very least squint and see these teams here. Lido Bearcats are able to overcome the weather and get the win last week in a pretty impressive way late in the game, but 
can can they go into AT&T Stadium and, and add to that record book? I think they've got to be the favorite against College Station. What they did last week defensively against Longview is supremely impressive. Uh, they were they're the, basically the only team in the state to hold down Taylor Tatum in that rushing attack. That was really the difference in that game. The defense was great. Uh, now, this is a rematch of the 2017 5A or 5A Division II state championship game, uh, at, at, which was played. And there's a lot of parallels here, okay, a lot of parallels. Uh, College Station enters this game as a pretty significant underdog, like they did in 2017. College Station has an underclassman quarterback that is starting to emerge as a real playmaker. In 2017, it was Marquez Perez. This year, it's Arrington Maiden. Uh, College Station is, has a pretty darn good defense. They did in 2017. They do in 2022. Uh, and College Station won that game. College Station upset, pulled the upset 20-19 to 19 over Alito in, in 2017. Um, I think the defense for College Station is going to be able to hold them in it. But I, I wonder how they're going to be able to get past this outstanding Alito defense. Uh, and furthermore, how can they contain uh, Hoss Haney, the outstanding quarterback for Alito, um, for four quarters? Uh, I think College Station certainly got a pass, uh, but Alito is definitely the favorite to bring home a record 11th state championship. Uh, the Mark Panthers look for their ninth state championship tonight when they take on Albany. Albany is 13-2, and but that's a little misleading. They lost two in a row in non-district, one to Hawley, by the way, who plays for a state championship. And they also did it while they were pretty banged up and, and had some starters out. Mm-hmm. So that's a little misleading, isn't it, that 13-2? and two? Oh, yeah. This Albany team is really good. I'm going to be on the color commentary call from Valley Sports Southwest tonight for this game. So I've been digging deep into both these teams. And let me tell you, this Albany team is really good. They have got a lot of playmakers. And you're right, those two losses, uh, back-to-back losses to – uh, a, a Holly team that will play for a 2A Division One state championship, uh, so a division bigger than them, and then a 10-win 3A team in Comanche. Um, this is a two. This is a, uh, a, a a Albany team that right now has got playmakers everywhere. They can throw the ball at Cole Chapman. They've got a pair of running backs in Coyla Fever and uh, and Adam Hill. And then the, the guy that I'm going to have my eye on is this junior tackle, Zane Wagoner. They send him, but they play him both ways on the lines. And, and for Mart, the real revelation for them this year has been how much better their line play has been. They're going to get a huge test tonight against this Albany front that has been very good as well. Um, I think Mart's, but, but I'll also say that you look at what Mart did last week to Burton. Burton was a team that had not allowed an offensive touchdown in the playoffs and then Mart hauled off and nearly had half a hundred on them. Um, the, the offensive explosiveness there is, 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 is Mart. I mean, it's Mars. It's, it's what you expect, right? Uh, and Jonah Ross and, and JD Bell and, and Brandon Lundy. And, and I love what they do uh, with Demontrell Medlock, the sophomore, they move him around a lot. And he is, he has got to be one of the most annoying players to game plan for because you never know where he's going to line up, and that is going to be really dangerous for them. Plus, of course, that defense has been so good. I think we're in for a fabulous kickoff to the 11 Man State Championships tonight. Is there is there one of these 24 teams? Is it one of these 12 games rather that you're like I I, I could sit here for a week and I don't know how to pick this one. Mm. Yeah, it's a, there's a few. I think there's actually like a handful of games that I think are real, real, real tight. 
One of them is the South Oak Cliff and Port Natchez Grove game, simply because I think the margins are going to be so small because these these, these defenses are so good. Um, and that, I think, is going to be – and also a wild crowd. We have a chance to break the record for, for the attendance on, on Friday night. I really do believe that. That game is really hard to call. Uh, I really think that the China Spring Bernie game is pretty hard to call. Uh, China Spring is the defending state champ, but this is a white hot Bernie team that their offensive and defensive lines are going to be the best that that China Spring has seen. In fact, the team that I think is the closest avatar to uh, to that China Spring has seen is is Stevenville, which is a team that kind of had you know kind of found a way to you know try to find a way past them and so can uh, they match up up front that game's really hard to call i think the 2a division one game between holly and refurio is really hard to call i think the 1a division one game between westbrook and abbott is really hard to call it is it's a really tight set of uh, of of games and 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 there's only a couple of teams that i would install as pretty clear favorites i think gunner's a pretty clear favorite in 3a division two um, I think Carthage is a pretty clear favorite in four division two, although they certainly did their fair share of farting around last week against Glen Rose. Um, I'm, I'm, it's a, it's a great slate of games and it's going to be really, uh, there's, there's a lot of intrigue as far as, um, where these matchups kind of end up settling simply because there's so many unknowns for a lot of these teams. All right, here comes the silly question of the day. Hey, what do you guys got mm-hmm. coming up on Texas? Uh, Texas football. Not much. <laughs> um, no, we've uh, we've got you covered. Stem the stern uh, on TexasFootball.com slash state our big state championship preview. Everything you want to you want to know. So if you if you have no idea where Holly and Refurio are, or you have no idea, like we'll tell you all about those teams, so that when you tune in on ta- on, on on Thursday morning, you can you can be up to speed and understand what these games are. So that's TexasFootball.com slash state. We've got a great piece up by our own Mike Craven, who followed Craig Way around uh, for, for a day. Actually, back when they uh, he followed him on, the, the, on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, when he called the Baylor game, mm-hmm. uh, the Baylor-Texas game that morning, and then he called Gilmer Carthage with me um, that night. And so it's a perfect encapsulation of the crazy person that Craig Way is. He will be calling, this is true, he'll be calling seven state championship games this weekend, and then Sunday he's calling both a men's and women's basketball game uh, at, uh, at, at it for Texas. So he's, he's a, he's a crazy person and you can read what a crazy person he is at texasfootball.com. As always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time. Have a great week. I will take care guys. I'll talk to you soon. That is a Greg Tepper managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas football magazine, eight seventeen seventeen minutes after eight o'clock. This is game time, but we just talked a lot of football We've talked a lot of uh, some basketball. We, we've talked high school, college, NFL. We've talked a lot of stuff. And next we talk to Stephanie. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears are going bowling for the 11th time in the past 13 seasons. Headed to Fort Worth to the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, December 22nd. It's a 6.30 kickoff as the Bears take on the high-flying Air Force Falcons with Ricky Thompson, J.J. Joe, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. It's Baylor and Air Force, December 22nd at the Armed Forces Bowl, right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
You might think all your Christmas lights are up, but Diamore Fine Jewelers has a suggestion. Add two more lights, which will really make neighbors jealous. Shop Diamore Fine Jewelers for our special Christmas lights. Diamond stud earrings for the woman you love. On Christmas morning, when you hand her that little blue box that says Diamore Fine Jewelers, you'll watch her face and think, this is going to be good, and you're right. They're super bright. She just plugs them in, and wow, she lights up the place wherever she goes. Come see us at Diamore Fine Jewelers for the final two lights that'll make this year's display the best ever. Her diamonds are at Diamore Mori Fine Jewelers, West Waco Drive. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and oh, Foundation Repair. Okay, I didn't know. Nobody said go. Tom gave me the nod. Oh, Tom nodded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, didn't hear you nod, Tom. <laughs> but you can nod your head yes to us when we give you a free estimate for foundation repair. What if I don't see them? Well, we can send somebody else. And I'm they, fired. They can say yes. Fired. I'm done. Get it taken care of. So give us a call. We'll go play with my polar bear. 254-235-4922 or fixajimmy.com. That's me. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Merry Christmas from Game Time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 17th, and Sunday, December 18th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. More than just ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. Saturday, December 17th from 9 to 5, and Sunday, December 18th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo. Expo Center. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. Hi everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is New Bike Month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco. 
When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kia Sarah, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, it's 822. This is game time. Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. We're glad you're with us. And join now from Stephanie from Sales. <laughs> What in the world are we doing today, Steph? Well, I have a little special treat for you guys. All right. Guess what I found? What'd you find? The Camel in Valley Mills. No way. I did. And I have a special treat. I have the actual owner operator of Texas Camel Corpse online right now to speak to us. Hi, Doug. Right. Are you there? Hey, guys, we're out here feeding camels. Ah, I love it. I love it. This is Doug Baum, ladies and gentlemen, and he's out there in Valley Mills, and he has camels, and I found them. So, Doug, what does a camel have for breakfast? Well, this morning it looks like it's going to be a sausage kolache and a big <laughs> now, are, are they Are they with cheese or without cheese, Doug? I mean, how do, how do, the, how do the camels like to roll? My camels, my camels are pretty cheesy. I don't think anybody would argue. How uh, many camels do you have? There better be seven out there. There were seven last night. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's, here's the question. Why do you own camels? All the horses were taken. <laughs> I love it. You know, the, the reality is, guys, I was a zookeeper years ago. I worked in Nashville. I worked here in Waco at the Cameron Park Zoo. And in my zoo career, I had taken care of all kinds of animals. You name it. Lions, uh, elephants, uh, primates. But there came an opportunity to work with camels. And I shot my hand up in the air. I said, I'll do that. <sighs> And within a week, I was absolutely smitten. Everything you know, everything you've heard about camels is wrong. They're not mean. They're not nasty. They don't bite. They don't kick. They don't spit. This is not a normal day for somebody with a camel. And if you think about it, let's just go back to a tale that everybody can kind of identify with. The Magi, right? The wise men, the nobleman from the east coming to bring gifts to the newborn king. They didn't ride tigers, right? <laughs> tigers eat people. <laughs> I love it. They chose camels. They chose camels because camels are gentle and they're domesticated and they can carry all your stuff. And honestly, as a zookeeper, within a week, I was absolutely smitten. And back in those days of a minimum wage of five and a quarter an hour, I thought, man, if I own my own camels, I bet I could make at least five and a quarter an hour. <laughs> here we are 30 years later, and there are days I still make five and a quarter an hour. <laughs> I love it. That, Our so family takes camels everywhere for uh, holiday events, Christmas, uh, nativities at churches, and uh, I've got the best job in the world. Probably second best to be in a morning radio person. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I was going to ask, so what is the purpose? I mean, is a lot of it educational? Is that what uh, what what your your goal is with with some of this? 
Really, it is. I work year-round. A lot of folks think we just bottle the camels up, and then at Thanksgiving, pour them out, and we show up at churches around the state. <laughs> but much to, much to most folks' surprise, including my in-laws, I make a living with my camels year-round. I travel to schools, libraries, museums, historical sites, churches. And at the core of it, at the center of everything, is always education, whether it's faith-based or uh, probably the thing I spend the most time doing is telling the story about the U.S. Army using camels in Texas in the 1850s. There's a great funky, quirky Texana story there. So it's always education, whether it's environmental education, talking about the adaptations camels to life in arid environments, or cultural connections to uh, camel people around the world who are still using camels today. Always, always, always education. So, Doug, let me ask you a question. Is there a time we can come out and see these camels and maybe ride one? Curious. <laughs> <laughs> If you've got your CDL, your camel driver's license. <laughs> your camel driver's license. <laughs> Where do I go to get that? <laughs> the CDL shop, of course. Of course. That's right. That's right. Now, you come out here, we'll take care of you anytime. Well, this great. I, and I know, Stephanie, I know that you've been jonesing to do some camel racing. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> this time of year, about the only racing that goes on is an absolutely manic schedule of this year it'll be 36 live nativity performances. Wow. Wow. Oh yeah, 36 in 28 days and it'll take us from Texarkana to Abilene to San Antonio and all points in between and up and down I-35. So Hey, there's a country song in there someplace, Doug. There is, there is. I'm trying to figure out how to lose my dog <laughs> Camelback. <laughs> well, hey, when you're driving down the road, just swing by the station and bring one in. We'd love to see one. Oh my! <laughs> hey, I do have a serious question for you. What the the these extreme weather conditions that we have in Central Texas, from the heat to the cold, how does that affect the the, the camel? In no way whatsoever. Wow. A lot of huh. folks will mistakenly think probably from you know movies and. Uh, storybooks, you know, the camels belong in a hot desert. They certainly do belong there, but they also belong in cold deserts because deserts don't have to be hot. They just have to be dry. The scientific measure of a desert is that they receive less than 10 inches of rain a year. So by that measure, there are camels in Mongolia that are standing in three feet. It's 130 degrees. And this is an animal that is adapted for extremes. So Central Texas can't throw anything at them that they're not adapted for. Snowmageddon, no problem. My water froze. I was carrying buckets of water from the house out to the sheep and the goats, but the camels just hung around like it's another day at the office. I love it. Well, wow. after the holidays, I'm going to be hitting you up, and I'm going to come out and see those camels. I'm bring Ward and Ryan and Tom with me. I can't me wait. To come visit anytime, guys. Thank you all. Thank you so much for uh, being available. I totally appreciate it. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Merry Christmas. Stephanie, a tip of the hat, girl. I mean, yay for Steph. I can hear the crowds cheering. She found the camel in Valley Mills. I found yeah. seven, actually. <laughs> 36 nativity scenes. Can you imagine? That's, that's a lot of traveling. That's great. Yeah. How great is that, though? Just to have kiddos get to walk up and see real camels mm-hmm. in a nativity scene. Indeed. And. I, that's that's awesome. Very cool. You did a good job. Thank you. And I, I, I and see I kept your secret. 
You did. I, I knew this yesterday, and I just, I just. I go running down the hall, Tom, Tom, I found the camel. He's like, what do you mean you found the camel? I found the camel. It's in Valley Mills. Okay, now there go sell go. something. I will. Thanks, right, you guys. Thanks. See you later. Uh, 8.30, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Boy, this this show goes from one extreme to the other, so we go from talking state championships to talking camels, and we're headed right back to talk about the Cowboys with Joe Trahan. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. Following some time off for finals, the Baylor women back in action in the future Bears game December 15th in the Farrell Center against Tennessee State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off, 11 a.m. tip-off December 15th. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You'll find gifts for the whole family. Jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They are also an official Purina feed dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to buy lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway, and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The season of savings is here at Mission Golf Cars with savings up to $1,000 on our remaining 2022 inventory. That's up to $1,000 off the industry-leading EasyGo RXV golf cart, up to $1,000 off the stylish $1,000 on the Cushman line of work-ready vehicles for the farm and ranch. 
Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop in store at a Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Mark Panthers go after their ninth state football championship tonight in Arlington against Albany. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas beginning with the pregame show at 6.30. The state's two six-man state championships will be decided today. Abbott takes on Westbrook for the Division I title at 3 o'clock, while Benjamin and Lorraine battle for the Division II title at 11 this morning. An MRI revealed that Kyler Murray has a torn ACL and will miss the rest of the season. The Cardinals' backup quarterback, Colt McCoy, also underwent testing for a head injury and was cleared to play next Sunday. Complications related to a heart condition has claimed the life of Mike Leach. The former Texas Tech head coach was isn't at the helm of Mississippi State at the time of his death. He was 61. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. It's 835. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Don't forget high school football coming up tonight strange it, it just seems strange to me that we're uh, we're gonna have a game on wednesday night but uh, we are tonight 6 30 pregame seven o'clock kick right here on espn central texas uh, at ward and ryan as the uh, as the college football world mourns the passing of mike leach uh we all know if 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 you followed mike leach's career at all you you, you realize just really how clever he is how how unique he is uh, I found this and I thought, thought we would share this this morning. Th- this is Mike Leach meeting with the media, explaining how he chose his captain, Jamal Morrow. So he- here's, here's the late Mike Leach explaining how he chose his captain. So then I thought, well, you know, all the guy really does is a coin toss. And then I decided, you know, one of the most screwed up things about this country is the fact that in order to do anything, in order to cross the street, we always have to have a committee, you know. And I said, you know, uh, and so I figured, well, screw the committee. We really only need one guy, and and and, and now he's got to be smart enough to call either heads or tails. That's it. And um, uh, so then I thought about, well, should I get the biggest guy on the team or the littlest guy on the team? And then I thought, well, <clears throat> Jamal Morrow was on the Price is Right and was fairly lucky and went to the final round and almost won the sucker. And it was closest to – he's over by like $3. The other person's under by like $60. But since he's over, he loses. And, and um, 
And so I figure, well, Jamal Morrow's a lucky guy. Uh, <clears throat> plus, he's got pretty good energy to him and stuff like that. So why not Jamal Morrow? And so then Jamal Morrow goes out and did have an amazing knack for winning the toss. And then, I mean, wins it almost all the time. I mean, literally. Win, I mean, I'm serious about this. I don't know what his record is, but it's something incredible. And then um, – <clears throat> But I don't even really care about that because one way or the other, you get the ball one half or the other, except one time when I played Nebraska. Oh, I'll tell you a story on that in a second. So hold on to your hat. And then um, um, so uh, uh, so uh, uh, so Morrow um, goes out there and he had a funny uh, tendency to win. Then I'm thinking – I don't want to sit here and think of and sort out a new guy to do it. So Jamal Morrow has gone out there for the coin t- toss for about two and a half years and quite honestly done um, a tremendous job in my opinion. Then we got on a roll, and so then I liked it even better. So tell me, who can make explaining how a guy was chosen to be the captain as interesting as he just did. I mean, Only Mike Leach that can was, do that. That's a great story, isn't it? And you're like, but but he's just calling the coin. Why is this so interesting? Well, it's because Mike Leach told you it was interesting, and it was interesting. Yeah, he can weave a story. Unbelievable. So uh, the uh, college football world mourns the passing of Mike Leach. Uh, the uh, the uh, Mississippi State football team will play. And they're gonna. They uh, they have made the decision to go ahead and play in the bowl game on January second. I believe they're taking on Illinois, and uh, that will be in Tampa. And ironically, the old pirate will be playing in a stadium that has a pirate ship. You know, kind of cool, isn't it? That uh, as they salute and 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 remember their uh, their late coach Mike Leach that they're playing in Tampa. So interesting. Uh, and, and good stuff there. All right, uh, eight forty twenty away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We've kind of gone all over the place. Did anybody see us talking ten minutes, fifteen minutes about camels in Valley Mills? No, <laughs> but I, greatness. But I loved every, loved every second of it. It was <laughs> Doug Bomb was absolutely the bomb. No pun intended. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe it was, but I mean, he was great in and his information about camels incredibly interesting wasn't it i mean it, yeah. was, it was fascinating to, to learn about camp i always thought camels that's why i asked the question my assumption was camels needed to be you know in the desert so you thought he had a barn that you know had, had heaters had, on had, all had the a, time yeah july let's turn up you know let's get it up to 105 yeah i just you know i just i i didn't know they could survive in in cold either no he just said they need to be in a dry, they're very durable animal. Yeah, I always thought they did. If they didn't like you, they did spit on you. See, there's a lot of things that we didn't know about. Didn't know about camels that we we now know about camels. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Uh, Eight forty one. We're nineteen away from now. We'll take the break right here. We're coming back with the final word in just a moment. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. 
championship game for a reason. They were uh, started the year ranked number one and, uh, you know, suffered some injuries and they, they had a couple of losses to some pretty good teams. Uh, but they got all those kids back and they're playing at a high level. Uh, you know, to me, it looks uh, a lot like us. And so it's like looking in the mirror. They can run, they can throw. They're big and physical. They get after it. They got playmakers all over the field. Uh, so it it's, should be a heck of a game. Let's let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, you mentioned that they're a, more of a balanced team that you probably have seen throughout the playoffs. They can throw the football. Sure, they they uh, you know we haven't played somebody like this probably all year long. Uh, you know the, uh, they they throw it. You know not just when you know they feel like they have to, but you know they'll, they'll just like us. They'll take their shots. Uh, you know throw screens, uh, throw their quick game stuff, and then take the shots over the top when they when they feel like you're trying to creep down with the safeties or or something. But then you know the quarterbacks a great runner. Their running backs are are, are outstanding. Uh, so, you know, they're they're here for a reason. You uh, you you mentioned that this is a, a quality program. Their coach Denny Faith, uh, he's been here, done that, and got the T-shirt just like your program. Yeah, he's he's been at Albany for thirty something years. Uh, he's just took over, I believe, ranked number four in uh, total wins um, in in a coaching career. So he's he's been around a long time. His coaching staff's been around for a long time uh, just like ours has been so uh, both coaches staffs uh, you know kind of mirror each other and I think both teams kind of mirror each other. I know your program has been here several times you're playing for your ninth state championship and and in program history and you're playing for your your fourth under under your regime but I'm curious with each and every team do you worry about walking into AT&T Stadium and in, in, in the in the atmosphere being too big for your football team no these kids they <laughs> these kids don't think about that i mean it's the the football field is a, the same length and same when they were younger and a part of this program they've been in that in Commons Bank is rooting celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards Debit Card. Local services for over 50 is here, and if you have issues with your AC, call Lockridge Priest at 254-772-0670. That's 254-772-0670 or LockridgePriest.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Mark Panthers go after their ninth state football championship tonight in Arlington against Albany. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas beginning with the pregame show at 6.30. The state's two six-man state championships will be decided today. Abbott takes on Westbrook for the Division I title at 3 o'clock, while Benjamin and Lorraine battle for the Division II title at 11 this morning. An MRI revealed that Kyler Murray has a torn ACL and will miss the rest of the season. The Cardinals' backup quarterback, Colt McCoy, also underwent testing for a head injury and was cleared to play next Sunday. Complications related to a heart condition has claimed the life of Mike Leach. The former Texas Tech head coach was in his third season at the helm of Mississippi State at the time of his death. He was 61. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Advanced Foundation Repair. All 
All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. State uh, high school football championships coming up uh, this week. They begin today. You got three games today beginning at 11. Three games tomorrow uh, that also begin at 11. Uh, you got the Conference 2A Division One championship. Then the uh, the two 3A games uh, on Thursday. Uh, one uh, Two 4A games on, on, uh, on Friday with one 5A game and then Saturday uh, is the uh, is the other five A game of the two the uh, two six six A games, but guys, aren't we thinking that uh, that Friday night may be the the big night as far as fans in attendance with PNG and I mean that's what they're saying South Oak Cliff, but don't don't discount that Duncanville game at seven o'clock. There will be a huge crowd there. There will be, but I don't think it will. I don't think it will uh, be like. Like the Friday night game. I mean, I, I, unless unless things are just terribly wrong, I, they're talking about potentially a record being broken on Friday night. So we'll see. I mean, here's what you do know. There is a passion in this state for Texas high school football. It just is. And, and a lot of fun. And look forward to it. And we'll have one for you tonight uh, at 630 with the pregame, 7 o'clock with the kick with the uh, – with Mart and Albany, and look forward to that one. All right, uh, we—I was just looking, and, and you brought it up, Ward. Uh, Carlos Correa's got to be—he's having a merry Christmas, isn't he? Oh yeah, there's no doubt. He is signed uh, with the Giants, thirteen years, three hundred and fifty million dollars. That's a, for lo- a shortstop. It's a long time. I mean, stop and think about the length of the contract—thirteen mm-hmm. years. Very long contract. That puts him into his 40s. He's 28 years old. Yeah. And and puts him into his 40s. I, I mean, they have a lot of confidence in him, and he must have some confidence in what they're going to do in the front office. Um, but, wow. That's a, that's a lot of confidence. Well, it's a record-long deal. It's a record-long deal. $350 million contract, a record-long deal that is the richest ever for the position. I mean, he won't be there 13 years. No. Not under that deal, he won't. Uh, he won't be there under 13 years. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. But even if he was to have a long, long career, it's not going to be under that contract. Mm-hmm. That that contract just gets you rolling. But $350 million, that's a lot of dough. I mean, the Giants are trying to go all in. They're adding pitching. They're adding, you know, now they've got Korea. So... I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're making the moves that they feel like that are going to push them over the top. Rangers certainly aren't. All right, so that's uh, three hundred and fifty mil for thirteen million. Yeah, I just, I know, I just, I just kept on cruising. <laughs> the eventual no. Can you see <laughs> no San Francisco? In Texas in the World Series? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if the Rangers buy a ticket. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) The only way they're getting there. Give me some hope. They're getting better. The roster's roster's getting better. At least on paper, it looks like it's getting better. Okay. It's it's (laughs) what it is. Uh, Hey, Sunday, we got the Cowboys in Jacksonville. It's another noon game. How many... They don't play many noon games because of the popularity of the franchise, but they're playing a noon game again 
Uh, on Sunday, and I kind of like it because it gives you the afternoon to you know to do stuff. I mean, last week was their first noon game of the entire season. Was it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they got another one today, uh, this Sunday. Mm-hmm. But it's an important game from the Cowboy perspective. Well, they can clinch playoff spot. Then you're just looking for position, right? Mm-hmm. I was looking at Philadelphia's schedule the rest of the way. Would you all agree that they need to lose? For the Cowboys to have a chance to win the East, obviously Dallas has got to beat them on Christmas Eve. But the one game that they have the best chance to lose would be this week against the Bears. Do you Prob- like? Do you probably. like them losing? I don't like them losing to, to to the Giants. I mean, they still got to play the Saints, and I don't like them losing to the Saints. I don't know. I mean, you never know. Well, I know you play them. The Red but- Rider could get hot. <laughs> could. Ah. <sighs> I think the, the best chance for the Cowboys are the Bears upsetting the Eagles this week. This week. And then there's a little pressure on Philadelphia coming Which in. I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't either. But if you're if you're talking about winning the East, your best chance, in my opinion, is the Bears winning, which puts a little pressure on the Eagles to come in and hold serve mm-hmm. uh, into AT&T. And uh, that's, you know, that's – that's the one opportunity that, they, that I think they have. I don't think they have much of an opportunity. I, I just don't see the Saints beating the Eagles, uh, especially if the Cowboys beat Philadelphia. I think that ratchets up the, the Eagles, and, and they get it down their last two against the Saints and against the Giants. I don't know. I mean, again, you're looking into a crystal ball. Anything could happen. They're NFL teams. You, ne- you nearly saw the, the, the deal on, on Sunday with, with Houston. Yeah, but they're at the Bears this week. Yeah. I mean, that that kind of helps. Yeah, it's back-to-back bit. road games. Yeah, then they're at Dallas. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're Dallas, you want the Bears. You want anybody, but you would prefer if you had to pick. Okay, who do we want mm-hmm. to give us a chance here? Well, let's go with the Bears because then you know it's it's all on the line. It, yeah, you're 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 all in. On on that Christmas Eve game, you're you're 100 right. If Chicago pulls the Cowboys to within one game, now of course that's that's predicated on the Cowboys beating Jacksonville, but and you know we just said anything can happen in the National Football League, and anything can happen in the National Football League. Right. I mean, we're we're assuming that the Cowboys right. get it done in Jacksonville. We're, we're assuming Dallas wins the rest of their games. What we're assuming. Well, and. Look, that's not going to be easy for them either. No. I mean, they've still got to go to Tennessee. But they got the easier, or at least it felt like they had the easier route than, I, than Philadelphia. I agree with that. I agree with that. Although, but I if, mean, if, you, you take Chicago and Dallas out of it. Right. But I, I, to me. Pretty, pretty much a sale for. Should the, be. If they get past Chicago. It's it's a done deal. They, they got to feel if they beat Chicago, they got to feel really good deal. about themselves. And then they yeah. come in. I mean, and even if they a, lose, they still got a one game lead. Uh, even if they lose, you're still assuming that the Cowboys beat them on Christmas Eve. Right? You don't know that that's going to happen. No, not, I'm just talking about giving themselves a chance. But if they beat Chicago, then they can come into Dallas with a two game lead and three to play. So mm-hmm. even if they get beat by the Cowboys on Christmas Eve, they've still got a one game lead with two to play. They got to feel pretty good about their chances. They're going to win a division, like I said back when this thing started. So, second best team in the league is going to win the division. Oh, 
I mean, the two best teams in all of sport reside in, in, in Arlington. No, they don't. Oh, they don't? No. <laughs> I'm just trying to be a good homer. All right. You uh, are that. You're a homer. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to do it for us. Uh, 8.54, six away from nine. Don't forget John Morris is coming up at three this afternoon. Matt Mosley will be along at four. We'll talk to you again tonight at 6.30 from AT&T Stadium. The, Cow- the, uh, the, Mar- the Cowboys. The Mark Panthers and uh, in Albany and Mark what Panthers versus the Cowboys. Yeah, well they could I think I'll they probably the could. Yeah. <laughs> and the overs. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll do that for you tonight at six thirty. Have yourself a great day and we'll talk to you again in the morning at seven.